Hello, everybody. My name is Shaina, and I'm the regional editor of Marketing APAC. First of all, a very happy new year to all of you. We're very excited as this is our first episode of Marketing Mondays for the year, and we have a very special guest at that. So the marketing leader that we're going to speak with today is currently the head of marketing of Air Asia in the Philippines. She has almost a decade-long experience in the marketing industry, working with brands such as FMCG Procter & Gamble and Alaska Milk Corporation in the Philippines. She has experience in product development and marketing, as well as route management in the aviation and tourism industry. We're very excited to chat with her today. Welcome to Marketech Mondays. So let's welcome Eleni Kakam, the head of marketing of Air Asia here in the Philippines. Hi, Shaina. Eleni, it's fine. It's nice to finally meet you. I know, finally, and uh, happy New Year, actually. <laughs> yeah, happy New Year. Um, so how are you, Eleni? How have you been? How has the lockdown? How, how has the lockdown been treating you lately? Well, um, actually, it has been better compared to the first few months um, of lockdown. We've been going to the office every now and then, um, at least the the, um, the skeletal um, and the yeah. management, right? Um, and I've actually been to Boracay. I spent my new year in Boracay, which was wow. really good and a breath of fresh air. So um, I stayed yeah. there for for almost um, two weeks. So that was really good. So yes, yeah. I think I'm doing good. How are you? Yeah, that's really nice. You know, everything is slowly going back to normal, at least, you know. Yeah, and um, so, yeah, so how, how about, like, you've mentioned work already, but, you know, Air Asia is part of the travel industry, unfortunately, one of the hardest hit in the pandemic right now. So just how, how have you, how has it been working for, for all of you at the team? It's been hard. I mean, if I'm going to be honest, it has been hard for the airline industry. I think everybody knows that. All the research data will tell you that. Um, and not only the airlines, but also the travel and tourism industry. Uh, but I think personally, it has been, a, you know, it's a good kind of hard because now as marketing professionals, we're forced to really get out of the box and come up with really new creative strategies and not even just, you know, the creative, not just creative, but also being more um, being more sensitive to the needs of the consumers, especially in a time like this. So it has not, you know, there's no perfect. I don't think anybody knows how to do it perfectly right now because we're in the middle of the pandemic. So we're all start sort of um, starting from scratch. Um, but that's also, you know, a good a good thing in a way because we are able to come up with new ideas and we are able to kind of reevaluate how we have been doing um, our job in the past few years. So yes, it's been hard, but also it has been um, challenging, um, but at the same time fulfilling every time we, you know, we, we've kind of figured out how to, do, how to do certain things in the middle of the pandemic. Yeah. So, Alani, you know, here at Marketing Mondays, you really want to know your journey. Like, you've had this really great marketing journey, which we'll uh, later on discuss in the interview. But, you know, we want to focus on you as a whole. So, like, you've worked with this great FMCG companies. And, of course, right now, Air, Air Asia. But we want to know more about, like, you as a marketing leader, as a marketing executive. So, first of all, we want to go back from the very start. So, we want to uh, know, like, what was your first job after you know graduating from college was it ever related to marketing or was it like 
more of like a straight path from the get-go, you, you already know that this is the industry you want to work in? Actually, my first job was in public relations. It was with Campaigns and Gray. I love that company. Uh, it's Campaigns and Gray, but I think now it's called Gray. So I was yeah. under Capri. So that's um, public relations. That was my first job. And um, it was really exciting because as an introvert, it was very hard for me to, you know, talk to media, talk to different kind of stakeholders, you know, presenting in big meetings. So it was really going out of my comfort zone. Um, but it was exciting because some of the or most of the skills that I learned um, during that time are also the same skills that I think uh, has been useful, have been useful um, in, you know, in my career journey, even after staying in the PR industry. You know, that's really nice to hear because, you know, being introvert myself, you know, that's um, really inspiring because right now you're actually the head of marketing. So it's really a lot of people work, you know, and obviously you've, you've grown so much. So, you know, this is actually a great opportunity for the budding marketers that are watching right now. So can you like let us in on a beginner's, like a budding marketer's mind? Like you mentioned, it's already a big, comp it's already big agency, great group um as yes. known right now yeah and so we want to like what went through your mind you know during your first very first projects could you share us some of your first campaigns and what were the challenges that you've met and what you what did you feel as as a beginner and how did you overcome those challenges huh um i guess because it's you know it's public it's pr and it, there's a lot of one of the, the skill set that you should have is being able to really build that relationship with your clients, build your relationship with the influential people who would actually help your campaign, right? So I think if I take a step back 10 years ago, um, it was really, you know, learn as much as you can. Like uh, I was always having one-on-one -on -one talks with my managing director with uh, my direct boss during that time and we would always you know sit down and discuss where the you know what what are the things that should be happening in um in the day-to-day -day, in the day-to-day -day task a lot of it is also trying to figure out what you really want to contribute to the group so uh, for example if you know you you're, you're really into a certain type of industry then that's also i think you should voice out to your manager or to your direct boss so you could actually you know hone your skills first at something that you are comfortable with and then yeah. if you're not then you and then you know as as you become more confident in what you're doing then you start to to venture into other industries or other products or other companies that could actually expand your knowledge or your expertise um the other thing that i would if i remember it back then it was also of course you would get um you would get comments left and right on how else to improve um, always, always keep an open mind to, to what they're saying, to what other people are saying, because those are the things that would actually help you. Um, those are the actually things that help you improve in, um, in, your, in your job. And always, like for example, um, you know, always find your mentor in any job that you, that you go to. Yeah. Always find a mentor because 
admittedly you wouldn't drive with you know everyone right um even with your even with certain type of bosses so if, if your mentor can be your colleague your mentor can be you know even someone who's junior than you can also be your mentor that I, that i've experienced in you know the past few years so yeah, so always find a mentor wherever you are because that would really also help no, it's good that you mentioned, you know, mentors is something that we want to talk more about also. Um, so, you know, no man is an island and, you know, you've mentioned that, you know, age is just a number and any anyone can be an inspiration, can be a mentor no matter where, whether they're your subordinate or you're someone more senior than you. So you want to know, like, who who's inspired you the most? Who are the people that you've looked up to in this whole marketing journey that has helped you really that propelled your growth and your improvement as as a marketing woman yeah so i think um of course all of my direct boss just to be fair has really helped me in you know in, in the career yeah. journey but maybe the top two i have in mind will be um our fa my faculty advisor before in UP. Deleman, um, she was our faculty advisor in sorority. Um, is a professor Isabel Reyes. So, she was actually the one who gave me that last push to to try out um, public relations in campaigns and gray because she worked with Yoli Ong, who used to be um, the chairman during that time, and they she really loved how you know they worked together. So she was saying. You know that's something that you could actually go like, given your skill set that you have right now so that that's how i landed in my first job and i still talk to her every time i have questions on you know how to what to do or just an update on you know what's happening with me and my career and the second one will be miss um, blen fernando so she used to be the vice president of alaska milk corporation um and she's also involved in in other in other um, agencies like Pana and even in, um, in even in um, ASC and whatnot. So she, when I joined, um, she's really so she's really headstrong and very straightforward. So she's scary. She's she was really scary. Um, I have to admit it. But the more that I was able to work with her the more that you know i i could really see how much i could learn from her um and even before and even when i left alaska milk she was always there to to support me even when i was during, during uh doing my mba and i still go through to her like now that i'm head of marketing and sometimes of course um there are things that i still need to learn so i always um sometimes i do ask her questions and tips on you know how to proceed and I actually owe her a uh, lunch, so in the near future. Um, yeah. but yes, um, they. She's been really helpful. Um, it's very, uh, especially in in very high level, high level um, decisions. Yes, that I have to make. Um, she's always, you know, one of the. She's always a top person that I want. I want to talk to when whenever I have when I'm in that um, situation. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I agree. You know, mentorship don't doesn't really have like an end point. Like once you're once they're your mentor, you know, it's actually it it goes on forever. You're always gonna go back to them for advice. And you also mentioned, you know, your faculty, like a faculty from your 
from your school. So that's also, th that's not surprising because, you know, school being a basic institution for all of us, it's always going to be, there are always going to be people from our university who's going to be one of our in best inspirations. So, yeah, so um, we want to, at this point, we want to get deeper, more personal in, on your journey. So, you know, the not so good side and also the greater side of your journey, which is your failures and your successes. So we want to know, I want to know, like, what do you like with this? I don't know, have you been counting? Has it been exactly 10 years or over? Or well, I did before? start working in 2010. If I'm not yeah. mistaken. So yes, I think it's almost 10, 10 years. Or yeah yeah so yeah, one, but yes <laughs> yeah so within that very long journey we want to know like what do you consider as your failure and also what do you consider as your greatest success in this marketing industry yeah um i think you know being asked what's your failure is also very as as a marketing professional of course it will it will kind of challenge you on, you know, making to be more self-aware of, you know, what are you know past experiences in the industry. If if we're talking about failures, it's usually when you don't meet the expectations that you set for, you know, for the team and for yourself. And then actually, it you know kind of evolved. Like in the first few years that I was working, failure for me was launching a very great idea and a very creative idea but it doesn't translate to sales or at least it didn't exp it didn't meet the you know the sales target that you were expecting it to to garner um or it didn't translate to the engagement that you wanted to 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 meet so that's in the first few years of working that was sort of you know what failure meant for me and of in every failure you you want to learn more and you get, you know whatever learnings you can get and try not to do it again or improve it in your next campaign or in your next project and then i realize um you know when as you climb up the ladder and as you are more in in charge of teams and other people kind of failure the definition of failure for me kind of also evolved so from you know like just projects meeting the targets now it's also more of um how successful am i in building or training the members in my team like now failure failure for me will be if they didn't learn anything um or if they're not improving of or if they're not growing and therefore i think um success would be you know the counter the counter of everything that i just said like in the first few years success for me will be if a great idea a creative idea um, one that you know you you put your effort your all your energy in translates to sales then of course that's success for me but as of course when i grew older and in grew more senior in the industry success for me now and i think this is where i am right now is when for example you know i see my team members be better than i am or when you know more senior executives more senior than me recognizes the effort of my team i always you know those are the things that i actually feel more successful than um campaigns translating to sales it's them it's seeing your team being able to handle their own projects and you would see the difference between you holding their hands before versus now they could actually like sometimes yeah. they 
they don't even ask for your opinion anymore because they already know what they're doing and and those are you know those are the moments that yes those are the moments that i think you know i've been really really successful yeah yeah that's really nice of you to say you know because that's really the reality like your definition of failure and success it really evolves as you grow not just personally but you know um in your in your role in the company so yeah so you've mentioned being a leader and obviously you are a marketing leader you are the head of air asia here in the philippines and we want to learn more about your leadership style so how do you you've already touched on this but you know we want to know like how do you approach leadership what is your principle what's your guiding principle what's your strategy of leading a team yeah could you share that with us yes um so i learned this when i was in college um in our organization uh it all i don't know but it just i just remember it even after as above so as below and um i've always made it a point to be more self-aware because of that for example you know if your team is not doing well then it does not mean necessarily mean because they're not good but also because maybe it's your style of leading them or maybe there's something more that you need to do from your end uh, so they could do better so it's always uh, then your team becomes a reflection of you what is your mood how you talk how you act how you decide it's it's a ref they're a reflection of how you're doing things so i always make it a point to you know go back to that and do a self reflection especially when i'm having a stressful day or i'm very i'm having a very stressful week how does that affect my team and um you know however they are performing is a reflection of how i am training them so i always go back to that um as a leader i i don't like imposing things i don't like um telling them how to do it but i do like having conversations and discussions with them in the um, to talk about the why's like why do you want to do this or why is your strategy this and not that so it's more of because i think when your team or when people understand their why why they are doing things and why they are performing certain mm -hmm. tasks then it becomes more natural for them to to initiate actions or to initiate solutions because they understand the reason why they're doing that and so that also means i'm not um i don't micromanage i actually hate micromanaging um so that's definitely you know not my leadership style so that would be the opposite but i i prefer discussing ideas and even arguing because then that's you know a healthy level of um working relationship yeah. yeah so um you know obviously you're the perfect person to ask this question though you we want to not just with air asia but we want to know like as a marketing leader as a marketing veteran um what are your key marketing strategies and this is not just for you know air asia like what's really your your view or your principle on on good on good marketing on good branding uh for any brand what's your advice for especially at this time of the pandemic like what's your advice for for companies and for even the small brands in creating and executing their marketing strategy i think now especially now i think more than ever this is you know one of the things i learned going you know going back to the marketing industry during a pandemic it's really um how well do you know your customer 
Um, so that is really something that you 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 need to go back to every now and then. Who is your customer? And then how do you make yourself or your brand relevant um, to meet the cert certain or specific market um, customer needs of people? And that said, uh, there's a lot of product development that's happening in the middle of pandemic because everything that we know, every data that we have from years ago, they're nothing now. Like they don't need anything right now. So um, now it's really going back to the drawing board and gathering all the data that you can gather from whatever way you can um, to, to get to know your customer. And the funny thing is, in the middle of the pandemic, even your customer doesn't know. Like Even your customer doesn't know what they want anymore because they don't know what's possible given the yeah. pandemic. So that's right. You know, there's there's a blurred there's a it's a it's a gray area between the customer and the brands. We're in. Um, you kind of have to tell them what they need, but at the same time, um, also listening to you know what they can and what 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 they can avail, given you know their circumstances, given their given the the price point that they're able to accommodate in whatever situation they are in their life. So in terms of marketing strategies, it's really um, redefining, you know, the purpose of your brand for your customers, given the changes that was brought about by external factors and creating the right products for them uh, to be able to kind of help them uh, Kind of help them rediscover you know what are the things that they can still do now and um how is your brand how is your brand going to come in 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 the new normal or in their new way of life yeah yeah um so you know um marketing money is really for the new generation of marketers or as you specifically call them gen z or millennials so you know um what's we want to like just to bring this to a close you want to know your advice what are your your top tips or advice for budding marketers in you know creating in creating a career in this industry and and eventually thriving as a marketing uh, marketing man yes i think the first one will be marketing is very dynamic compared to you know, years ago now you have digital marketing you have product development you have brand and brand um, development or there's so much things you can do in the marketing industry um i think my first step will be you know know everything or know the basics and then you specialize on one thing so that you have a specific skill set that only caters to that before you expand to the others because that will also you know kind of help you um get a direction on what career path you want in the in the marketing industry itself uh, my second my second will be just because you're marketing doesn't mean that you shouldn't care about all the other departments, all the other industries, or other all the other types of work because marketing is actually, you know, sort of a, um, one of the core departments in any in any brand or in any um, company. And with that said, if you do, if you know 
how operations work, if you know how finance work, if you know how sales work, if you know how PR works, if you know how all the other departments work, then you can come up with better marketing strategies and better campaigns that's more holistic and that's more collaborative. Because if you just focus on marketing, it's not just about shouting, you know, it's not about just shouting prices. It's not just about um, coming up with the buzzwords or the next big thing. There's a lot of those insights also come from the feedback from other departments. And usually successful campaigns are successful because it involves full cooperation of the other departments in the um, in the company. And even if you have your own company, that's just how it's going to work. It, you can't be in, work in silos. You have to get um, the inputs of other people. And based from my experience, it actually really helps because those who are not in marketing, if you you know kind of just involve them in the discussion when you're having campaigns or you have a project, they do have brilliant ideas. Sometimes, you know, some of the some of the really core ideas of our campaigns also come from other departments. So uh, stay collaborative all the way. And then maybe the third will be always always be open to learning because that will actually you know, also help you kind of figure out where else you need to improve on or where else or where you're actually good at and at the same time um you know that's how you that's how you expand your knowledge and that's how you also expand your network when you always try to learn from other people so i think those top three would be my advice for work and enjoy like you know everything that you do you have to enjoy um, very important you know what that's really great advice you know because i think it applies to everybody like i think um like personally i'm gonna go back to that advice that you said because you know if you're part of a company it's really you really have to take the liberty to understand the whole like like how how you fit how your your contribution fits into the whole company and really getting to know the other departments and being collaborative so yeah so thank you for those words Aleni and thank you for gracing us with your presence and wisdom you know this first episode of the year of marketing mondays couldn't be more special so thank you for your advice thank you for those wonderful words yeah and yeah we're we're looking forward to having you in one of our one of our next webisodes. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you for inviting me and um, Happy New Year. Uh, yeah, if anything, you can just let me know. And I hope uh, this was very informative to, to the audience. Truly, um, for sure. Yeah. Yes, uh, thank you. Thank you so much. So there you have it, our very first episode of Marketing Mondays for the year, and we're looking forward to more. So if you are a marketing leader who's watching right now and you have an inspiring story to share, please don't hesitate to message us and email us at mondays at apacom Once again, this has been China, and until next time.